Well, hi guys. Alex McDonald in Atlanta, joined by Danielle Munoz in Minnesota. Hey, Dan. Hey, Al. How you doing? I'm doing well. This is uh, the TPS report for Thursday, February 9th, 2023. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Hello, friends. A couple of days after the, uh, let's call it the State of the Union Address, um, which was... uh, Quite frankly, it was 100% bullshit is what it was. And uh, we'll be talking about that tonight. But first, let's say hi to our friends. Let me go over to here. Let me get Senor Steve to tell us a joke. Thank you, Steve. (laughs) What do vegetarian zombies eat? Grains. (laughs) (laughs) All right, who we got with us? Diamond Dave's here. Hey, Dave. Uh, hey, and if if y'all saw, it was Diamond Dave that joined me Tuesday night for our it was. coverage. It was a fabulous show. Thank you for our coverage of the State of the Union. We appreciate it, brother. Um, uh, Canadian Bacon is here. Hey, What's Bacon. up, Becky? Good to see you. Joy's with us. Hey, Joy. Joy Thanks is back being in the here. states. Hello, sister. Oh, is she? Okay, yeah. good. Welcome back. Peggy Brown is here. What's up, Peggy? Hey, good Peggy. to see you. Uh, Janine's here. Hey, Janine. Thank hey, you Janine. for being here. Uh, Richard's here. What's up, Richard? Good hey, to Richard. see you, brother. Cameron's with us. What's up, Cam? Hey, Cam. Uh, David's here as well. He's hey, all sorts of jacked up today. Sorry to oh. hear that, brother. Yeah, it's no good. Yeah, no very good. Uh, yeah, it was a complete and total shit show. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was. Bill Campbell is here. What's up, Bill? Hey, good Bill. to see you. Um, I don't have my phone at the desk with me, which I may need if people decide to call in. I'm going to have to run off and uh, find that, Danielle, um, and bring it back and get it hooked up to the mixer. In the meantime, can you tell them, can you tell the folks that story you told me before we went live about your student? Oh, oh. Maybe. All right. Then tell the one you were just excited to tell. Yeah, no, I can tell it. So we talked the other day about AI and um, AI bots generating articles and and art and stuff. And we talked about how it was going to impact education. And I suggested that if teachers know their students, then they should be able to recognize if something generated by a student is actually not generated by said student. And um, I don't know what you would do about it, but, you know, because typically if a kid is plagiarizing, you just Google what they plagiarized and Google pulls up what they stole from somewhere else because when they plagiarize, they're just copying someone else's work, but something AI generated is original work, just not originally created by the student. So I had a student the other day write me a letter apologizing for not taking my class seriously. Well, he sent me a letter apologizing for not taking my class seriously. And I knew immediately when I read this letter that this nine-year-old had not written it. Um, And, but at first I thought his parents maybe had written it or helped him with it, which isn't like them. Like they're very serious, very, very respectful of me and my time. So I certainly didn't think they would have faked this letter from the kid and they're really smart. So they know that, you know, that it's comma coordinating conjunction, not coordinating conjunction comma. Like they would not have made those types of mistakes. So I knew there was something fishy and I, I just, you know, wrote back, thank you for your letter, whatever. 
And I knew if he's a nine-year-old boy. And so he thought he had gotten over on me. And I knew if I didn't say anything that he would have to bring it up. Right. So after a couple of classes, he just mentioned, hey, did you get my letter? I said, yeah, I wrote back and thanked you for it. And he's like, okay. So then he said, well, you know, I coded that. And I was like, what do you mean you coded it? Thinking that he meant like there were codes in it or something. And so he described typing what he needed into like a chat window and getting the so he used some kind of ai he used ai yeah. yeah and he's trying and to he's thinking oh she's she's ancient uh, no offense right. but yeah. his nine-year-old brain is thinking she's ancient she's not gonna know what ai is right she's gonna have no clue yeah i'll she's just gonna, tell her i'll just tell her i'm a, a hacker whiz kid and i yeah. coded this yeah. So I said, well, you know, teachers aren't allowed to say to a student, I know you're not smart enough to have created that. So I'm not saying that. All I'm going to say is remember that I know your grammar very well. Right. And I just sat there for a second and he had this look on his face like, did she just call me dumb? Right. <laughs> right. He's not smart enough to figure out that you did, in fact, just call him a dumbass. Well, yeah, dumb enough to think that he could get over on me with that letter. Exactly. But being the grammar nerd that I am, one of the things that I found interesting about the letter was that the grammar wasn't consistent. It made inconsistent, I mean, a kind of higher level grammar errors, mm -hmm. but inconsistent grammar errors. Like in some places it did use a comma with a coordinating conjunction. In other places it didn't. And that I found really interesting. Like why would it not do those things consistently because it's anyway. artificial intelligence. It's not actual intelligence. Um, but Valid. listen, I'm English and I screw that stuff up all the time. So all the time I, I can forgive AI for making a couple of mistakes. I'm okay with that. Having said that, and I don't know if this was intentional and I haven't mentioned this to you and I don't know if I should mention it live, but in your, uh, kindle i don't even remember what the word was now in your kindle review you were pronouncing a word incorrectly and i don't know if it was intentional the way you pronounce walmart 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 yeah what, so, i don't I, know what did i say I, I can't remember what word it was it was something like access but it wasn't access it was just a simple word and you were putting a t on the end of it and I can't remember I what the word was. I know that sometimes I say across instead That's of across. That's exactly what it was, across. And I hear myself say it, and then I go, it's not a T. What are you doing? Oh, so you, you, that, well, I thought that was one I of your. I don't do it intentionally, but I catch myself after I do it. Okay. You know I what gotcha. I mean? Does that yeah. make sense? Yes. And then, yeah. and especially in editing, like I catch all kinds of shit I do in editing, but then you can't, there's nothing you can do about it. Right. Gotcha. 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 Um, let me get Steve to trigger another comment. Thank you, buddy. Because we've got your mom here. Hey, Rita, good to see you. Michelle Brown is here. Hey, Michelle, thank you for being here. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Mama. What's her food here? God damn it. These jokes are so bad. They're not <laughs> actually there. I, I kind of like them. I'm sorry. We don't serve food here. It's ridiculous. We had one earlier that had me laughing out loud. The difference between a hippo and a zippo. Right. What was it? One, one's, one's pretty one's, heavy. One, one's, one's a really lighter. heavy. The other's a little lighter. Yeah, one's really heavy. One's a little lighter. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> Just funny. 
It's just funny. Hans is here. What's up, brother? Good to hey, see Hans. you. Thank you for tuning in. Um, all right, let's talk about some stuff. Let's um, let's start with this. Isn't going to be long. Let's start with the fact that China is all bent out of shape because we shot down a balloon. The same, the very same nation that will shoot a passenger airliner out of the sky for violating Chinese airspace is upset because we shot a spy balloon out of the sky a bit late, but better late than never, I suppose. Pissed off because we shot an unmanned spy balloon out of the sky. Wrap your head around that. I got nothing. They called it an overreaction. When you shoot passenger airliners out of the sky, that is generally considered an overreaction. Shooting a spy balloon out of the air, when you've already allowed it to spy on us, because that's exactly what this administration did, they allowed it to gather all the intel it needed to gather and beam it up to the satellites and send it home. Shooting it down after the fact, I would say is kind of an underreaction. Right. Or a late reaction anyway. A late reaction. A little bit delayed reaction. Yeah. And China's all bent out of shape about it. I just thought that was funny. Funny. I thought it was um, very telling, quite frankly. Well, you got to figure they're going to at least double down. Right. Right. They can't be like, oh. You got us. Yeah. yeah. Yes, shit. Good. Good one, Marka. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good shot, Marka. <laughs> yeah. Uh, absolutely fucking insane. The the atrocities that those people commit. And they're they're all pissed off because we shot down one of their spy balloons. It's absolutely right. amazing. Anyway, wanted to get that out of the way because it was just quick and easy. Let's talk about the State of the Union. Before we do... Let's take a look at some of the highlights, lowlights, whatever you want to call them. Let's take a look at some of the more blatant of the lies that Joe Biden decided to uh, regurgitate. In the last two years, my administration has cut the deficit by more than $1.7 trillion, the largest deficit reduction in American history. Under the previous administration, the American deficit went up four years in a row. Because those record deficits, no president added more to the national debt in any four years than my predecessor. Nearly 25 percent of the entire national debt that took over 200 years to accumulate was added by just one administration alone, the last one. They're the facts. Check it out. All right. Let's talk about, we'll go back to that video and we'll finish up. Let's talk about that claim first of all. Cut the deficit by $1.7 trillion. In 2022, the budget deficit was $1.04 trillion. In 2021, the budget, under Joe Biden, by the way, under Joe Biden in 2021, the budget deficit was $2.78 trillion dollars. That is in fact a reduction of 1.7 trillion dollars. 
but it's based on the horrific level of spending that Democrats passed in 2021 in response to their their absolutely devastating reaction to the COVID pandemic. And this is how Joe Biden gets away with these claims, by the way, because there are technicalities to all of these things, right? If he went up there and said, we're, we're spending, how much was their most recent budget? Two and a half trillion dollars or something, or something ridiculous yeah. like that. I, I can't remember what it was. But if he went up there and said, we're, we're still spending two and a half trillion dollars. And of that, 1. Uh, 1.04 trillion is, is deficit spending. We don't have that money. Um, however, the year before, we spent like six trillion. And three trillion of that was deficit spending. So we're not spending as much as we used to. You would walk away from it with a very different perception right. of what he of had just numbers. told yeah. you. All he he ignores the fact and and what he said about Donald Trump as of right now is true. 2 years into this man's administration, that's very true. But this administration is on track to double what Donald Trump added to the federal debt, to the national debt. This administration in four years will add double the amount of debt that was added under President Trump. Now, again, can we criticize? Yeah, of course we can criticize Trump for that. Right. But his first few years in office, the amount of debt they added was minimal compared to his last year in office, once again, because of the COVID pandemic right, and because of Operation Warp Speed and because of spending on the virus and spending on uh, the, the paycheck protection loans and things like that. What we didn't hear from Joe Biden was how we're going to get rid of the rest of that deficit spending. And we had a conversation about the fair tax. Remember, Danielle? It was only on locals. It was only for show supporters. Right. So I'm not going to go into it in depth. But the bottom line is there's no taxing our way out of the situation we're in. There is not a single tax plan on this planet that would get us out of the mess we're in. The only way out of this is to control spending. And we didn't hear a word from Joe Biden right. about controlling spending. What we did hear him say is that when we spent all that money, I, we've cut it by $1.7 trillion. But prior to that, it was a shit. We were spending way more. And under Don, even under Donald Trump, we were spending way more. And Congress did the right thing by raising the debt ceiling. Well, that's the only thing Congress can do is raise the debt ceiling at that point because they've already appropriated and spent the money. So all they can do now is pay, all we can do, 
all they can do is make it to where we have to pay for it, right? Right. You, you get this under control when you appropriate the money. You you have to cut programs and you have to cut spending and you have to stop funding all these ridiculous boondoggles that they have that have absolutely no reason to be funded. They have to stop doing that, which will hopefully eliminate deficit spending. But even then, it doesn't do anything to address the debt that we've already racked up and the debt that this administration in four short years is going to add to the national to the, to our national debt more than any other administration in history. So that's that's a line he can give this time around. Right. His next state of the union address, he probably won't be able to say the same thing. Let's continue with this. Check it out. Check it out. We did. How did Congress respond we did to that check debt? It out. They did the right thing. They lifted the debt ceiling three times without preconditions or crisis. They paid American bills to prevent an economic disaster in the country. So tonight I'm asking the Congress to follow suit. Let's commit here tonight to the full faith and credit of the United States of America will never, ever be questioned. So my many of some of my Republican friends want to take the economy hostage. I get it, unless I agree to their economic plans. All of you at home should know what those plans are. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Let me give you, anybody who doubts it, contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Glad to see Marjorie, you. Marjorie Taylor Greene there calling him a liar because he is a liar. Right, because he's lying. He, he is lying. So here's, here's what, this, this is from Fox News. Here's what they think he's talking about, uh, Danielle. Biden was likely referring to an agenda proposal introduced last year by Senator Rick Scott of Florida, who suggested that all federal legislation sunset after five years. If a law is worth keeping, Congress can pass it again. That's not an unreasonable proposal. Right. It's unrealistic, right? And considering all the federal legislation we have... There wouldn't be enough time in a congressional session to reauthorize all of the legislation that would need to be authorized. So while it's, I don't think it's an unreasonable proposal, um, it's just, it's just not really feasible. Okay. But that is the only thing that anyone can find that, that is even remotely close to what Joe Biden is suggesting there. What his speechwriters did there was remarkably clever. When, when you talk about spinning a story, when you talk about spinning a proposal, and, and because there have actually been no suggestions whatsoever from Republicans to, to even try to save Social Security and Medicare, 
Right. They had to come up with a way of governing through fear and telling Democrats that Republicans want to eliminate Social Security and Medicaid. And this was it. Well, let's go back to this, this idea that Rick Scott had, that all legislation sunset after five years and have to be reauthorized. Let's use that. Let's not explain what it means. Let's not tell the American public that it would never go away because if there's any legislation we're obviously going to reauthorize both right. parties, it's going to be Social Security and Medicare. Let's not tell the American public that this isn't a proposed law, that this is simply uh, an, an idea that's been floated. There's been no legislation pre uh, presented, even, even proposed at this point. There's been no rule changes proposed or presented at this point. Simply an idea, an agenda proposal that Rick Scott had. Let's spin it into Republicans want to eliminate Social Security and Medicaid. It's a clever move. I mean, it's a lie. Here's why it's a clever move. The majority of people will never know it's a lie. Right. And this is, this is a conversation Danny and I were having before the show. The majority of people that watched this, they're going to stop right there. I saw a Fox News video. It was, it was the public's reaction to Joe Biden's uh, State of the Union. And it was a lot of people basically saying, yeah, it was a good state of the union. He, I think for some reason they thought he laid out a good plan. I didn't hear a single plan other than tax the rich, but whatever, maybe that's a good plan to these people. And they believed everything that he told them. They believed the lies. They're going to believe that Republicans and Democrats now want to eliminate social security. You suggested that they'll get the truth from, from the news. You know, and I want to, uh, well, what I said was their exposure to this, the speech will be, the m most people will be exposed to the speech through the news, not through watching the speech. I want to amend that to say through either the news or social media, because okay. that's where people get their news. Okay. Yeah. Not from actually watching the, so they're going to get it spun, but still. See, I, I think they will get this, the exact same lies and fabrications from the mainstream media yeah. and they'll get the exact same lies and fabrications from the echo chambers they live in on yes. social media. And so it was a, it was a successful lie. It was a, a genius lie, quite frankly, because the majority of people will now walk away believing that. They will believe that Joe Biden cut the deficit by $1.7 trillion without even considering how much of the deficit was under him the year before. And they will walk away believing that Social Security and Medicare are under attack by Republicans when Republicans are too chicken shit to go after Social Security and Medicaid because they should be going after Social Security and Medicaid, but they're not. Back to the lie thing. Here's yep. what I learned about lies from Beartown is the advantage that lies have over the truth mm -hmm. is that a lie can be whatever it wants to be. All that a truth can be is what it is. Right. 
Like when you tell a lie, you can make it into whatever it like that, like that Republicans want to cut Social Security and Medicaid and it's on my desk. Right. Call my office and I'll send you a copy of it. Right. Even if somebody calls his office to get a copy of that, he just said it in the State of the Union. Where is Marjorie Taylor Greene when she calls his office to get a copy of that and they say, what are you talking about? Who is she going to tell? Mm -hmm. So that lie was able to make itself into whatever it needed to be to be spread. And all she has is the truth that's not interesting. Right. David says it would force them to prioritize what's important. I, I don't disagree with that. Um, and they would have to. And for example, Social Security and Medicare would be two of those priorities, right? Re reauthorizing that legislation. And right. there would be other stuff. Hopefully, hopefully they would forget to reauthorize the National Firearms Act. You can only hope. Hopefully that's low enough on their priority list that that would go away. And the other ridiculous ledges. Again, I, I don't think it's an unreasonable idea, quite frankly. Um, I just don't know that it's feasible. Maybe 10 years, maybe a 10 year sunset and staggered. You know, 10% of the bills expire one year, the, the next year, then for a 10-year period, so that uh, you're not having to reauthorize all legislation at one time in every 10-year period. Well, and it's like term limits. Mm -hmm. The people that don't want their shit to sunset are the ones that would have to pass the legislation to have them sunset. Right. They don't want their bills to go away. They wrote those fuckers. They want them to stay forever. Mm -hmm. Just like they don't want term limits. They want to have those jobs forever. Oh, yeah. So, it, it will never pass. That no. idea will never become a reality, period. But it, yes. my point is, it's not an unreasonable idea. And I think David's right. It would force them to prioritize. Right. But that's the last thing they want to do. Yes, just like term limits. Right. It would make them run for their job. It would make them get the, earn their job again. Right. Yeah. They don't want to do that. It was, it was a blatant lie, but it was a very clever lie. And I'm impressed. I don't know who wrote this speech for him. I don't know who his speech writers were on this particular State of the Union. But I thought that was a clever move. I really did. They've, they, they were successful in, in avoiding all of his failures. And... Highlight well, high, for some somehow highlighting his lack of accomplishments, like claiming credit for the border, for example. Right. Joe well, Biden, go on. Told people lies they want to believe. Right. They right. Told, and his supporters, right? Because they don't have to bother trying to lie to us because we're not going to believe it and we're never going to support him. So why bother? Right. So what they're doing is telling their supporters lies that they want to believe. Right. But it's it's absolutely amazing how um, how how well they highlighted his lack of accomplishments. For example, this Biden touts success at southern border during his State of the Union speech. The, the problem is the southern border is an absolute disaster. Right. As we know, we now have a record number of personnel working to secure the border, arresting 8,000 human smugglers and seizing over 23,000 pounds of fentanyl in just the last several months. Biden said customs and border protection reports that it seized just over 14,000 pounds of fentanyl in fiscal year 2022 and more than 7,000 pounds 
between October and the end of December. That's not a success. That's an indication of how insecure the border is. Right. Yet they they managed to spin it as a victory for Joe Biden. We had in the first two years of Joe Biden's administration, about 6 million illegal invasions on the southern border under Joe Biden. They were catching and releasing. They were sending. We've seen what's happening. We saw Republicans get into it by instead of putting on buses and sending them back home, putting them on buses and airplanes and sending them to Martha's Vineyard. And they attack it, yeah. It's a disaster zone down there. Small cities are on the brink of collapse down there because of this man's policies. And yet they were able to spin it as some kind of victory to the majority of the American public that are never going to do any research beyond what they were told. I don't think there's anything left of this video. Let's see. But then we have another one. I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. <laughs> you know, it means if, it's a little bit if Congress obviously. doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they'd go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's the majority of you. I don't to even think it's even a, so- I'm not saying it's the majority of you. It was one. It was Rick Scott. And it was just an idea. But it's being proposed by individuals. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. I, I, it's being proposed by an individual. I'm politely not naming names. It's being proposed by some of you. It's one guy. Look, folks, the idea is that we're not going to be we're not going to be moved into being threatened to default on the debt if we don't respond. Folks. Just, it's incredulous. All right, let's take a look real quick because after the, um, after the State of the Union on Tuesday, Danielle, I ran a little video that I have in the archives of Joe, Joe Biden's biggest blunders and gaffes. Uh-huh. And and we have one from the uh, from the State of the Union. So let's uh, let's add a little levity to these proceedings. In the last two, by the way, Chief Justice, I may need a court order. She gets to go to the the game tomorrow uh, next week. I have to stay home. Got to work something out here. And congratulations to Chuck Schumer. Another uh, you know another term as Senate Minority Leader. Uh, you know, I think you, uh, only this time you have a slightly bigger majority, Mr. Leader, and you're the majority leader. About that much bigger? God, he's an idiot. We're building an economy where no one's left behind. Jobs are coming back. As long as I'm president, Nobody earning less than $400,000 will pay an additional penny in taxes. Nobody, not one penny. The, the truth to that is it's $200,000, but whatever. Like the spike in violent crime in 2020, the first year of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. 
We've launched a new border plan last month. Unlawful migration from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, and Venezuela has come down 97%. Joe Biden. Joe wow. Biden, man. What a, oh God, I, what a piece of shit. Quite, I mean, honestly. What an absolute piece of shit. And, you know, I talked about it with Dave that, that he'll get away with it because there's a, a modicum of truth to what he right. said. And the fa- the liberal progressive leftist media fact checkers, they're not going to call him on it. They're going to bend over backwards to try to explain what he meant, to, to, try, to, exp- to try to spin it for him because that's what the left-wing media have become they've become a basically a branch of the uh, of the government and they're they're doing their bidding for them Danielle and it's uh it's worse than ever quite frankly it is yeah. worse than ever and i i have a really horrible feeling that we're going to be stuck with four more years of this six obviously at the moment but of him yeah do you really if not him somebody exactly like him ignore the fact that he's a doddering old mr magoo it's his policies he's he's the most right left-wing president we've ever seen oh yeah He's far to the left of Obama. You know, everybody called Obama a socialist. I don't hear anybody throwing the socialist label at Joe Biden. He's far more socialist than Obama ever could have dreamed of being. And the fact that that is now the norm in America, that that's considered mainstream in America, is terrifying to me. Absolutely terrifying. Dave says that Trump's beaten him in the polls. And yes, in a, in a head-to-head between Trump and Biden, but Trump isn't winning in the polls. Trump's polling at like 20% among Republicans. So Trump's a non-factor. Trump's a, Everyone needs to get it out of their heads that Trump is a factor in this next election. He isn't. It's not going to be Donald Trump. The only part... Donald Trump can play in the next election is burning down the Republican Party and guaranteeing that whoever is the Republican nominee doesn't win. That's right. the only that's the only factor Donald Trump can play in the next election. I'm done hearing about Donald Trump unless unless he has a complete does a 180. Unless he does a 180 and becomes a completely different animal Trump's a non-issue in this next election. Only 20% of Republicans among, you know, the, the, the field of candidates they're including in the polls anyway, only 20% are picking Donald Trump. DeSantis is the, uh, DeSantis is the uh, overwhelming choice of the majority of Republicans right now. Um, so, yeah, that was the State of the Union. <laughs> Fuck me. And um, boy, oh boy. What yeah, it was a, a circus. It was a clown show. Absolute clown show. 
Um, let's revisit this real quick. We talked about this when it happened and, um, turns out that after what, two years, Danielle, remember this Tesla crash? Whoa. What happened there? This, uh, here we go. This, we were talking about, well, we had a conversation about artificial intelligence driving cars and, you know, who's it going to prioritize? Is it going to prioritize the occupants? Would it drive off a bridge, for example, to avoid hitting a, a pedestrian? Well, that was in response to this story back in April of 2021. Yep. A fiery April 17th, 21 crash in the Houston suburb of spring questions arose about whether the car was operating on Tesla's autopilot, partially automated driving system. Turns out that it wasn't Danielle. And the fact that the driver was, was found in the back of the car because I I guess he burned to a crisp in the back. I don't know, but because he was found in the back raised questions about whether he was in the back, I don't know, having a nap, taking a wank or whatever he was doing when the car crashed. Well, two years later, they've, the investigation has been wrapped up, Danielle. And according to all the telemetry and all the data, he was in the driver's seat when the car crashed that he, like all the computers record this shit, I guess that he removed his seatbelt and must have moved into the back seat after the crash because he was in the front. The airbag deployed. The airbag registered an impact. So he hit the airbag, took off his uh, thing, went into the back, probably trying to escape the car through right. the back door. I don't know if he was in the car or if he got out. Who knows? Um, and it, according to where he was, according to the, the software in the car, the location where he was, the road he was on, autopilot would not have worked on that road because it hadn't been mapped because there weren't enough, there weren't enough road markings. The automated driver, there's, there's two parts to Tesla self-driving. There's auto full autopilot. And then there's their self-driving thing, which is basically automated cruise control. And the, uh, that particular road, the automated cruise control would have been capped at 30 miles per hour because that was the speed limit on that road. Right. So it wouldn't have been able to do any turning or maneuvering or anything like that, but you could have set the cruise control and it would have driven in a straight line, kept a distance between the car in front, adjusted its speed up and down up to a maximum of 30 miles an hour. The crash, the, 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 the crash took place at like 60 miles an hour. So two years later, it's determined that no autopilot did not, in fact, kill this guy. The guy killed himself. He had a blood alcohol uh, content of 0.2, I believe it was. Danielle, let me... It was 67 miles an hour, two seconds before hitting the... Before it hit the first tree, and it was doing 57 miles an hour when it hit a second tree. And then the lithium battery, lithium ion battery caught fire. We know what that is like. It's a disaster. Right. And um, there you go. I do. He was found to have a blood alcohol level of 0. 0.15 uh, grams per deciliter, almost oh, twice the Jesus. legal limit of 0. 0.08. <laughs> so the guy was the guy was fucking hammered. hammered. Right. Doing more than double the the speed limit was 30. He was doing 67 miles an hour. Uh, 
So he was doing more than double the speed limit and um, had a crash, which killed two people, two innocent people were killed. And um, good night, Dave. And um, yeah, autopilot wasn't to blame. So I'm still okay. I'm still okay with a bit of autopilot. You know, I was going to ask if you recalled your prediction that when that accidents involving self-driving vehicles will be, um, the accidents will be human error. It'll be, somebody has done something that the um, AI can't predict. Yeah. And that's what will cause the accident. Yeah. And, uh, well, this had nothing to do with AI, period. This was just some drunk guy behind the wheel. Uh, doing what, car. doing what drunk guys do behind the wheel, which is crashing yep. and dying and killing people. Don't, yep. dr- don't drink and drive. Simple as that. Yes. Um, we've all done it in the past. Doesn't d- the, that, that time has gone. That time right. is over. There's Ubers these days. Not that they're, you know, those, you not that they're any cheaper really than taxi cabs these days. They used to be, but geez, um, not so not? much. No, not, not in my experience. Not so much these days, but but it's still cheaper than a D-dub, so... Yeah, absolutely, and way cheaper than killing innocent victims. So let's do that. Um, I want to go back and revisit Netflix. We talked about this once before, where Netflix were going to be cracking down on password sharing. You remember that? Mm -hmm. And I know we're not necessarily a tech show, but we like a little bit of tech over here, and we like to keep you all informed. I imagine the majority of you out there have a Netflix subscription. And a lot of you, I don't know. Some of you freeloaders might have somebody else's Netflix password. Get your own Netflix, you freeloaders. Yeah, get your own Netflix. It's costing us way more money. Yeah, we're subsidizing y'all. If y'all are true conservatives, get your own damn Netflix. Um, (laughs) I just offended everybody right there. But so Netflix are now testing this uh, password sharing crackdown scheme, whatever it is they're calling it. And it turns out, Danny, it might be worse than worse than I thought, because initially I said, listen, I was of two minds of it because Tesla, Tesla, Netflix advertised password sharing as a feature at one point. They even put a tweet out. I think it was uh, in 2015 or something. 17, I think. 2017. They put this tweet out. Love, uh, uh, love is sharing a password. So they were kind of encouraging password sharing then then they started to uh lose money right and obviously you're going to when you tell your user base how do you think that's a good idea right when you tell your user base hey just give your password to everybody let them use your account um you're going you're gonna to start losing subscribers and they're going to start sharing passwords, especially when you allow them to set up individual profiles and have their own watch history, right? Right. So anyway, they've started rolling out this uh, geolocation-based system to prevent password sharing. Um, they started off in two European countries, one South Pacific island and a North American nation, Danielle. Uh, oh, sorry. Those those are the countries that are now in Netflix crosshairs. Sorry, as it cracks down on account sharing. Fortunately, the U.S. has lucked out for now. Yeah, so those are where it's. 
Yeah. Where they're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So in a recent update, the streaming giant announced that subscribers in Portugal, Spain, New Zealand, and Canada will no longer have the luxury of sharing their passwords with loved ones outside of their household. If this news impacts you, our hearts go out to you. Here's a quick guide if you need to cancel Netflix in a hurry. This is from Laptop Magazine, by the way. Uh, encouraging people to uh, to cancel. Netflix kicked off its password sharing crackdown with Latin America, and now the streaming giant is continuing its its restraint rampage with four more countries. That you know, I, I'm not a fan of the way they've spun this because this is a private company. You shouldn't be sharing passwords anyway. We're all responsible as adults. We should be paying for our own damn uh, uh, streaming services. But you know, Laptop Magazine has turned into a liberal progressive sack of shit, quite frankly. Anyway, but so that explains the reporting here. Here's the concern, though. It's geo like it's, it's like geolocation based, Danielle. And what they're going to have people do is set up a home location, okay? So, you know, for me, it would be my home address, as, as it would for you, I'm sure. Right. For most people, it would be their home address. Then they're going to monitor the location of anyone trying to log into that and block it and say, hey, this is how you can sign up for your own subscription. Here's where it could get potential. They they say that when you travel, you'll be fine. And when you log on on your other devices that you own, you'll be fine. And you'll be able to sign in on a new device. You'll be fine. But understanding the way this technology works, and it's all going to be based on IP addresses. I'm going to wager that you're not going to be fine. And that, say, if you take your iPad to work, for example, and you get, you're on your corporate network's Wi-Fi, and there are four or five other people logged into their Netflix accounts from the same IP address, Netflix's anti-password sharing algorithm is going to have a shit fit and refuse to log you in and accuse you of trying to steal your own, what effectively would, in this case, be your own password. Then you're going to have to jump through a bunch of hoops with Netflix customer service just to get yourself logged in so that you can watch your own Netflix account that you're paying for away from home. The way they're doing this, I think, is a recipe for disaster, Danny. And I I have a feeling it's going to turn around and bite them in the ass. Yeah, or like when I'm at my mom's house. And, you know, I watch my Netflix on my iPad. Right. At my mom's house where she has her own Netflix. Yeah. And I, when I'm over there, I watch my Netflix right. on my iPad as well. Um, right. Yeah. I think this is going to come around and bite people in the butt, to be honest with you. Someone said, um, was it Dave? Uh, uh, Dave said, and then the whole cuties show thing hit the fan. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's true. They, I think they lost an awful lot of subscribers because of that one show, didn't they, Danielle? They did, yes. I've never seen... I, I have Netflix, and again, I just recently downgraded because, I mean, Netflix are just... They're getting a bit rapey. But there's a reason they're getting rapey. It's because of all the password sharing. Right, yeah. Right, if, if every... Instead of sharing a password, if you spend 10 bucks a month 
And then you can get Netflix for $9.99 a month. Now, I don't like the way they do it. It's capped at 720p. And you can only watch, you can watch, well, actually, I don't care that you can only watch on one device at a time, but the issues start to run into it. If you're, say, watching your Netflix in your bedroom and you just, you click back to the main screen and then go into your living room and try to pick up, it will tell you, oh, no, you're logged on somewhere else. That's a bit of a pain in the ass. And that's in the same household. Right. It shouldn't be doing that in the same household, but it is. Um, but yeah, if you get the nine ninety nine a month, which is what I just downgraded to, it's capped at seven twenty p, which again is I think a little bit chintzy. You know, I can see not giving you four K, but ten eighty standard high definition, right. standard HD uh, isn't too much to ask. I don't think for your ten ninety nine a month. But I think if everybody who's currently using somebody else's password paid the 10 bucks a month and Netflix gained all those subscribers. I think they would be able to adjust their tiers. They'd be making so much more money. They could adjust the tiers and say, okay, the $10 plans now in 1080 and you can watch on two devices. You know what I mean? Right. Because and the they, highest plan, I think I was paying $16 a month. Yeah, I think that's what ours is, is $16.99. And then I think there's a higher one than that. Cause we've got, I think, two screens maybe it's three screens but then there's one higher than that mm -hmm. i think yeah but you don't have to pay that you can pay nine dollars and 99 cents and get netflix granted your kids won't be able to log on at the same time as you with that plan the, the you know it'll be one person watching at one time but if you want the family plan you can get that it's 17 to 16.99 you said that's what i was i on, think I that's think. what we play yeah $16.99 a month and go that route. But, but if you want it, unless you want Netflix to be $30, $40 a month, and that's where we're headed. All the, the all this cord cutting, we're headed back to the price ranges where we were under cable, right? I just canceled my HBO Max because I never I I, I watched a couple of things on it. So I canceled it. It was $15 a month. I Honestly, I have no reason to spend. So I've canceled it. I downgraded my Netflix because um, it's only me. And right. I don't I don't share my password. It's only me. I watch on one device at a time. Yes, yeah, 720p is a bit of a, a pain, but it's still good quality. You know, it's not like watching TV in the olden days at 480. Right. 720p is still a good quality. It's still a good picture. Um but I, I, I think this has the potential to hurt the people that are actually doing the right thing as well, especially when it comes to watching outside of the home. As soon as you have to assign a home base, you know there are going to be issues when you go beyond that home base. And I think, uh, granted, they're rolling this out and they're testing it in other places. Right. And so maybe I'll start trying to pay attention to the news about Netflix in these other places to see how it's working. But I, I don't see it going well when it's geolocation based or IP address based. I see that ending badly, quite frankly, for everyone. Good night, Michelle. Night, and Michelle. Um, yeah, and, and if that's the way Netflix are going to go, I'm just not willing to deal with it. I'll get rid of Netflix. I use Hulu the most. Out of all the things I pay for, I use Hulu the most. I have I have Showtime. I haven't watched it since the last season of Billions, which is 
probably coming up on a year ago. What I don't even I need, think we watched the last season. What I need to do is just let the seasons run, pay for it for a month, binge watch what I want to watch, and then quit paying for it. That's what I should do. Right. For for all of these services. You know what? And I'm not going to do this, but you know what would really be the thing to do is cut all of your services and then add back in the ones that you miss. Because you can convince yourself that you use the shit and that you would miss it if you, if it was gone. But I wonder if you really would. No, I, I again, I, I canceled my HBO and I don't miss it. I did realize that the West Wing is only on HBO now. Right but I can just buy the seasons right, and have access to them, you know, regardless of what streaming services I have. But yeah, we're getting, we're getting back to a point now where it's going to be, especially with these exclusives, right? For example, HBO getting, uh, getting the, the West wing taken away from Netflix. Now the only place you can go is HBO to watch that. And these exclusives are, are putting people in a position where you have to once again subscribe to all of these premium services to get what you want. Well, and um, Netflix, so Netflix lost the West Wing and then Frasier went from, and I only know these two because I watched West Wing obsessively in the mornings when I'm working and I sleep to Frasier at night. So Frasier used to be on Netflix and it went to Hulu. Really? Yeah. 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 Um, I, th I, mean, I think I'm a while. Yeah. Both of those have been a while. Yeah. I think I'll always have Hulu quite frankly, because there's just a lot of stuff I watch on Hulu. Yeah. Uh, Netflix, I could give or take to be honest with you. I really could. It's nice to go. I don't like any, I don't like any of their original programming. Ozark was good. Uh, I haven't seen anything else original on Netflix that I've, I've actually enjoyed. And this is where they're spending all their money is on their Netflix originals. They must be doing well for them to keep making them. What do you think of Wednesday? Oh yeah. What was that? A Netflix original? Mm -hmm. oh, I really did enjoy that. I yeah. think it's a Netflix original. It was on Netflix for sure. Yeah. Maybe that was a Netflix original. Yeah. I really enjoyed it, but I could subscribe to Netflix for a, one month and watch all of that and then right. end my right. subscription and say, fuck it. And if Netflix make it difficult for people to actually log in and watch their programming, especially mobile, uh, that may be what I end up doing. I'll just let all the new seasons come out and then subscribe for a month and watch them. Right. You know, maybe it'll take me a couple of months, but two months out of a year. Sure. I'll pay 20 bucks a year instead of 120 and right. just watch the shit I want to watch. Right. You know what I mean? And that's, that's where they're pushing us, I think. But it would really help if people would actually get their own Netflix and subscribe. So whatever. Um, let's end this. Let's wrap this up. We're out of time here, Danielle. Right, what's I got to gotta go get some sleep. I'm tired. Today's Thursday. Thursday. So we have a show Saturday. Yep. So we do um, subscriber. Yeah. yeah. Supporter show on um, a supporter show on Saturday. Head to uh, if you want to become a supporter. TPSReportLive.Locals.com. Sign up there. You can become a free member there and get access to all the other content that we put up there. Uh, but if you want to watch the supporter shows on Saturdays, you have to become a show supporter. And it's uh, it's way cheaper than Netflix. 
It is significantly cheaper than Netflix. Significantly cheaper than Netflix. So and we're consistently shite where every once in a while Netflix has a good show. So mm -hmm. you can look forward to that. So were you going to say something? No, not, no, I was just looking at what David would say. He's cut everything back, but he's kept Spotify and Amazon Prime. And Amazon Prime comes with Amazon Music, so you can probably get rid of your Spotify. Mm -hmm. So there you go. But Spotify's pretty good. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We love you. We appreciate you. And we will see you Saturday for our supporter stream. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all. See ya.